so this is how you take responsibility for yourself like you don't have to think of yourself by what other people think of you you just need to understand what you are who you are and what do you think about yourself and this is how it's easier for you to go through your life i guess This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians so that when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture because today, Ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 190 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group, to the vice chancellor of the UGCC Church, to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev, to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev, to students from the FLEX program, Ukraine Global Scholars, Yale University, Harvard, and the London School of Economics, to the United Nations, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament and at the Canadian Parliament, to top 1% students in Ukraine. But not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. And if you wish to participate, send me a message on Instagram, aziz.future, and join the Telegram channel, Kiev Future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 50 in the United Kingdom, France, Switzerland, and Monaco, top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia, and Poland, top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain, and Dubai, and top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, Singapore, and many other places, because now this is officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people, and this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Aliona Zhivkava. Lola was born in Crimea and grew up in Kyiv. She only completed high school, then has been working since the age of 15 years old. Lola worked in China, India, Turkey, and other places. She loves to be active and to try new things. She is the girl who jumps from cliffs into water and enjoys every day. Things come to her easily as she can sing, 
dance and play musical instruments. But her, her best feature, what she knows to do best, is to laugh. Lola works full-time as a curvy model and actress. She also invests a little bit and does content creation on social networks for herself and for other brands. Lola, how are you today? Hi, thank you for having me here today. I'm doing great. What about you? I'm ready to have fun with you. So I'll begin with my favorite question, which is to take things to a more emotional level. Lola, when you really want to feel alive, to feel those emotions that fulfill your soul and that the day is wonderful, what is something that you like to do? All right, uh, I will repeat the question. So what do I like to do when I feel excited and happy? What do you like to do to feel excited and happy? I feel excited and happy. Well, I would say what brings me the most excitement and joy is traveling. Yes. (laughs) Perfect. And I can do it spontaneously. So, and I travel a lot. So I can say that it's not like this is something I cannot do. This is something that I can do. Then... I really enjoy going to cinema by my own. 99% of the time I'm alone in the cinema and I really like it. Next, uh, morning is my favorite part of the day. So if I'm in peace and I slept well and it's sunny, I will just turn on music, dance a little bit and then have a nice breakfast in my own company. I like that. And I have so many questions. But first, if I heard you correctly, you are a spontaneous traveler and travel excites you. You have traveled a lot. Yes. And going to movies to the cinema by yourself, at least 90% of the times, that is a wonderful experience for you. And when you have slept well and the day is sunny, you love the morning to wake up to dance, and then to have a breakfast by yourself, correct? Yes. Tell me more about that specifically, going to the cinema alone and having breakfast by yourself, your own company. Are you more of an introvert in this sense? Do you love being here with yourself? Is it an experience that you learn more about who you are? Or you grew up as a child who was needed time alone because you were surrounded by people and working since the age of 15? Or how would you categorize it and describe why and your appreciation for your own company? Uh, yeah, I grew up with a very victim mindset. I don't think it was mine. I think it's something maybe that I saw from my mom and picked it up from her. Uh, I was bullied at school for how I looked and for having um, low grades. I think this is the word to use. Yeah, so, and I was by my own most of the time. And I think this is where I developed my character as uh, uh, finding strength within myself to enjoy and to know better what what I like. Yeah, I enjoy my own company because... I know what I like and I do that and nobody bothers me. But at the same time, uh, I really enjoy being around people and uh, take the energy and uh, attention from them. 
but not like just take have this circle motion of energy between us but I get tired pretty quickly so I'm not the person who stays at the party the latest I'm the person who leaves the party before everybody gets drunk <laughs> uh, yeah something like that did it answer your question but I also have to say that there is such a um, uh, no I want to use the it, it's called ambivert it's like you introvert and extrovert the term the word that i was searching for is a term there is a term yes. as an ambivert and i'm an ambivert okay i got it so if i heard you correctly really you grew up having a victim mindset that you picked somehow from your mom as well as being bullied at school for how you looked and for having low grades and that pushed you to be alone but by being alone, you developed strength of character and you know what you want and what you like and you like to do it without anyone bothering you. But at the same time, when you are with the right people where you can have an exchange of energy and attention, you feel wonderful, but you get tired of people's company uh, pretty quickly so if there is a party you leave before people are even drunk and you are an ambivert correct yes then to ask you when you say you feel tired do you mean physically like um you like to nap a lot or do you mean that emotionally spending time around people feels exhausting and you need to recharge yourself in solitude yes i need to recharge myself in solitude but I also get tired physically somehow. Okay, maybe so I'll I'm ask just, you. Maybe I'm just not used to spending so much time like doing stuff because I listen to my body a lot. And if I want to take rest, I will lay down, sit down and just like chill. Uh, yes. Yeah, but maybe if I was more active in general, maybe I would be more used to it physically, if you understand. Maybe. Yes, I understand. And to try to understand it from another angle. So maybe there is something called people with sensitive nervous system. So when you're around people, do you seem to pick up their energy? Like if they're complaining or having a bad day, that also triggers emotions in you that you don't like. And therefore, you need to be alone in order to not be overloaded with that. Or you don't really easily feel people's energy and emotions like empaths do. I am definitely an empath, but I'm like, um, I can, I will always help with my words and I can always hug a person. Like I will immediately see if person is not doing okay, but at the same time, I'm not uh, gonna leave it in myself. Like I'm gonna just let it go through me but without leaving a trace on me if if you understand how do you do that it comes naturally i cannot explain <laughs> so you let the emotion move through you without leaving anything in you and how fast can you do that uh, if it's it was if 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 the conversation was very difficult and like the person is really having a hard time and it's very close person of mine or it's like a really bad situation. I may think about it for a day or two uh, 
but not like uh, overloaded thoughts, just like having my inner dialogue with myself. But um, it, it would not be something difficult for me to get over with because it's not my problem. And that's like the least I can do, I did. And then it's like there's nothing I can do. So why should I worry? Thank you. So you're kind with your words. You might hug them. If it's someone close and very difficult situation, maybe for a day or two, you think about it. But you understand you've done what you could and therefore it's useless to obsess and overload yourself with it. Correct? Yes, correct. And to ask about another thing, because you mentioned conversation, does it mean when you walk around maybe in the city and there are people walking by, you don't pick up on their energy and emotions, only people in conversation? Yes. Like, I I thought that's what you asked me, if I'm like with someone, if I'm on the street, uh, like, for example, there was few situation when girl came to me and asked for the money and I gave her not so small money for Ukrainian people, like almost $10. And she was so happy that I did it. And I just felt like doing it. And I did it. And I felt like, okay, my life is completed for today. (laughs) But in general, I'm not the person who will look for something and people just walking by. Thank you. And that's a wonderful thing. I can imagine that scene and the happiness of that girl as well as your own desire, you did it because you wanted not out of obligation. And that is wonderful. It shows that you have developed strength of character and therefore, how did you let go of or overcome the the victim mentality you might have had, as well as if you were to define it for someone who doesn't know what that would exactly mean, What is, what do you mean with your, like, what was your own flavor of victim mentality and how did you overcome it? And maybe what beliefs or lessons or insights helped you get over it? All right. So as I remember myself as being a child, like before probably five, six years old, I was a very, very happy girl. Nothing ever bothered me. And like everyone around me could tell me that and, and if I'm talking to this person right now, they will record, uh, recall the same memories and tell me like how bright and funny and careless I was. And my mom would always tell me the same. But then when I went to the school, I think my mom, she was not so happy. She had her own traumas that her dad left her and like in general her parents didn't have time but I mean the USSR times they were so hard for everyone and like parents like they had absolutely different mentality than all of we have right now so yeah my mom was like that little girl that's still offended and I think looking at her I picked I picked this up from her and let's say when the problem started instead of Uh, standing for myself and like being strong as I am I started like closing in myself and thinking I'm so poor world is uh, swirling around me and that like I'm so poor I'm so blah 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 and so that's how I see it like everybody owes me something everybody have to make me 
feel happy and all that kind of stuff. This is what I think is a victim mindset. And growing up in general, my parents, uh, despite anything, they are very smart. They're very aware of anything. Like I'm so grateful for my parents because like they always, till these days, they develop their mindset and they read a lot they go through a lot uh, and like they are really an example for me in that so I picked that from them as well so understanding with time that maybe something is wrong with me and it's not like something is wrong with me we all go through some stuff so when I was going through that like I was realizing it's exhausting to always feel bad for myself <laughs> so I just decided to read about stuff and maybe I was listening to what people were telling me because very often from the side people actually tell you stuff that you refuse to see and whatever they told me before I just picked it up and turned it all over around and changed it I also uh, was doing a therapy session with a psychologist and it also helped me. A lot of conversations with my friends helped me. I'm very grateful for my friends because I can always have a deep conversations with them and like I just love my friends. So how do you overcome the victim men uh, mentality mindset is that you take responsibility for your life basically. So all the traumas that you had, whatever people did to you, you just be like, okay, they're assholes. Can I use this word in this podcast? <laughs> okay, they're not good people. <laughs> and um, But it doesn't mean that you as adult cannot do anything about it. So like, for example, I was very upset with my parents because they also didn't accept my body. Uh, so I was bullied at school and then I came home and there was like also criticism for my body type. So I could not be open with them, but and I was blaming them in this till I was 20 something. And then I realized, okay, their opinion about me is not my opinion about me. And so this is how you take responsibility for yourself. Like, you don't have to think of yourself by what other people think of you. You just need to understand what you are, who you are, and what do you think about yourself. And this is how it's easier for you to go through your life, I guess. Thank you. I'm sorry That's... for so long. <laughs> no, it's wonderful. Thank you, Lola. So again, if I understood you, your mom, she picked up some trauma from the USSR times and her father's um, way of thinking and raising her. And your parents are wonderful and they're always learning and you got this attitude from them. But your mom had her trauma where you picked up that victim mentality of thinking, poor me, and that the, you're entitled to things from the world, just that everyone should do things and make you happy, etc. And if they don't, then something is wrong. As well as at school, when you went to school, you were bullied for your body type. And at home, your parents didn't accept it. 
Therefore, at some point, you realize it's too exhausting to live in pain and trauma and in a victim mindset. So people told you before some things you didn't accept, but over time, you began to see them as well as have um, conversations with your friends that you're grateful to them. And you went to a psychologist to have sessions about this, as well as taking responsibility for your life, for whatever happens, etc. to not see yourself as a victim, but to think about that that happened, yes, but what can you do now? Who can you choose to be? And how to do what makes you happy, even if it's going to the cinema alone or eating breakfast by your own company and dancing. As long as you smile, that's what matters. Did I understand correctly? Yes, everything perfect. Are you noting there? Are you like handwriting there? No, <laughs> I am not. Thank you. <laughs> and then... How does it feel to be paid now for something that you are bullied for for so long to stand out because of your body and to be appreciated for it when before it was a big source of maybe shame or criticism or pain? It feels great. Can I swear in this podcast? Because when I speak English, I swear a lot. <laughs> it's better not because otherwise uh, Apple will just hate it. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, just so you know, I swear a lot in English for some reason. I don't know. I think I just like how it sounds. Yeah, so it feels very good. Yeah, that's all I can say. But at the same time, I can say that maybe uh, two years ago, it was a little bit stressful because I was still like thinking, but what if I lose weight? And what if I will want to ch change my body? And I'm like caught up in this body type forever now or what? But then I free myself from this and tell me, like, I can do whatever I want. I will always find a way to make money, to feel successful. So if it's for this period of time, I'm a curvy model, then I'm a curvy model and it's okay with me. So, yeah, it feels very good. And I also like to encourage women, women that, like, you can feel pretty despite however you look like and despite all the standards. Thank you. I agree with you. And you said you just let go of that. Is it similar to you letting go of negative emotions that people uh, put onto you and letting them flow through you and without leaving any trace? Is it a similar experience or how do you let go of personal fears about maybe finances or losing weight or being stuck, etc.? Yes. So, yeah, it's pretty similar I really enjoyed this conversation. Nobody asked me these questions before. <laughs> People would always just like tell me, mm, how do you do that? And I was like, mm, uh, I have no idea. <laughs> But now you make me think and I have to answer. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to answer. So let me think. I think it's just like analyzing process that I have in my head. And like me once deciding that everything will be all right and accepting uh whatever universe is gonna give me like i remember as a as an actress when i was going to castings and whatever and there was a job that i wanted to get so bad i would never get this job but to the castings that i was like uh, it was probably summer or whatever and i was feeling so careless and i just wanted to go to festivals and like 
be with my friends or go to cinema alone. Like those castings are, I always get because I, I don't care about them. So, but it was very stressful when I didn't, didn't get the castings or auditions that I was like <sighs> doing. Yeah, it was really stressful. But then once I was like, okay, whatever happens, it happens. And if it's not, then it's not meant to be. It will come other way or it won't come at all. And like, then this is my life. And like, I'm okay with it because I'm living a great life. So whatever. So it's a very similar, I think, process. It's just like telling myself that I go first. Uh, and if it's with other people, like you said, how I let this negative thoughts flow through me and not stay within me it's just like it's not my life like I can be empathic to this situation but I'm not responsible for it I will do whatever it takes if anybody asks me for anything but then it's different question you see so I just believe that whatever life brings me is what it meant to be uh, I think this is pretty similar mindset of uh, religious people who believe in God. Me personally, I don't believe in God, but I pick uh, things from the religious people. Like I appreciate a lot, I pray a lot, and uh, I believe that universe will serve me as I serve to her. This is this is my mindset right now. Thank you. And it really, really reminds me of when you told yourself that it's exhausting to live in a victim mindset. And now you're telling yourself if it's meant to be, it will happen. If not, then not. And if I understood you really correctly, you had this metaphor or experience as an actress where the jobs that you really, really wanted, you never got them. But when it was summertime and you wanted to go to festivals and I don't know, you said you get tired. So I'm not really sure how long you stay in festivals that <laughs> you will get those jobs that you didn't really care much about. And therefore you thought if it's meant to be to have that attitude of this is your life, you will find a way to make money or to do things and that to stress about it is useless and you don't believe in God, but you pick up from religious people a sense of appreciation or gratitude, praying, as well as believing that as long as you serve the universe, it will serve you back. Correct? Yes, absolutely correct. And also, I want to add, I'm sorry, I want to add, uh, you mentioned money before when you were asking me, and about money is very similar for me. So I remember... I was a girl who would search coins around under the sofa and inside the laundry machine or whatever <laughs> to just have uh, money uh, to use a bus. And then when I hit the bottom of the ocean, <laughs> of my personal ocean, financial ocean, I just I started saving money. And me saving money brought me to a mindset where I can take care of myself and that I don't need to worry about money. And ever since, money only comes to me. And uh, like, whenever you don't search for them, you just know you have them. It's like a source that you use. This is also my mindset about the money. 
like I relaxed about my finances only when I learned how to save money and just knowing that I have something behind my back. Tell me more about that thing that is behind your back, as well as your beliefs about the universe in more detail. All right. So, um, uh, growing up, I was, um, my father had very good money. Like, I think he was a millionaire, uh, Grivna, Ukrainian currency millionaire. Uh, but then he got into a car accident when I was 10, I believe. And he's um, uh, disabled. He's on the wheelchair ever since. And ever since that time, our family was not rich anymore. And I was not having enough of money at school. It was also part of the bullying, like the clothes that I was wearing and stuff. And uh, so nobody taught me how to how to use finances. And I think this is... This is what Ukraine should have, because I see, I know very many uh, people from United States of America, for example, the guy who's 20 years old, he already like makes so much money and he travels all around the world, just like investing. And I wish I knew how to do that. So I wish people in schools provided more financial education for kids. So they knew, like, etc. And also the parents. It's also very important how they raise their kids and what they put in their mind, like, about finances and stuff. So uh, I'll, let's go back to me being a teenager. So um, I didn't go to university because, as I said, my father was disabled and we didn't have money to pay for my education. And uh, I was not so good student to go on a budget. I think this is how we say in Ukraine. I'm not sure this is how people say in uh, English. Uh, like Scholarship. Scholarship, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, I couldn't get the scholarship because my grades were just very bad <laughs> uh, but anyway if you're curious to know if i would uh, go to university i would go uh, to be a movie director uh, so then i started working so i had some money like i started buying clothes this is where i started to enjoy uh, figuring out figuring out my own style and <laughs> Uh, most of my money I would spend on cinema, yeah, ever since then, and uh, on, like, clothes and stuff. And then I went to China, and this is where big money came to me. But I also lost it all because I didn't know how to use my finances. Like, I would make $3,000, which for Ukrainians was average, I believe, 300 US dollars salary per month is like whew, it's amazing money three thousand dollars but i spent a year in china and i came back with a debt <laughs> just for you to understand how bad my financial mindset was then i went to turkey almost immediately as i got back to ukraine and money was less there but somehow i managed to save it I guess because I was not I was not going a lot, going out a lot. I was only working at night all the time. 
So yeah, I would spend money on clothes and I would save some. I even took my mom to Egypt uh, for a vacation and I was so happy and satisfied with myself for doing that. And I remember I was spending all my money on taxi. I didn't save anything really. <laughs> I say I spent money on travel, but you know, still I was living my best life. <laughs> so I was like doing just fine. I was going through my path. Then I remember I was going through the therapy, my first session with uh, different uh, psychologists, not the um, not the one that I had most my therapy sessions with. Uh, he told me that maybe you should hit the bottom to understand that you won't die. You will not die from like not having any money. So, and that's actually what happened. Like I think subconsciously, I just um, I was left with no money. I was like, okay, what's next? So I just borrowed some money from my brother. He gave me money, and I realized, okay, I, I will never be left alone. I will find out the way. And this was when I started to saving money. I decided that I will save every ten percent with whatever I have from whoever I have from the job. If anybody wants to gift me the money, like parents or, uh, I don't know, men uh, and friends for like whatever reason money comes from a lot of places let's say and as soon as I started having this mindset money just started to come to me for you to understand I went to Switzerland <laughs> and I went and I won a huge amount of money I never share with anybody how much is that but having that as a start helped me a lot uh, yeah just so you know I'm a very lucky person <laughs> uh, and I started to investing money in a cryptocurrency with which I'm not advising to anybody if you not if you didn't look into that like just make your own research f before doing that that's what I did uh, yeah so because uh, cryptocurrency is like tricky <laughs> in a way I'm not a trader I just invest but just for you to know, if I was not stupid, by now I would have almost $60,000 from the Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, so this is it. Uh, do you want to say anything before I start talking about universe? Yes, I noticed. Well, this is great. But I have, even before we speak about the universe, you mentioned you would have studied to become a movie director and before you spent most of your money going to the cinema and you like to go to the movies by yourself. Tell me about that. How did you fall in love with movies? What brought to you this desire? What is the glamorous part you like? What is your favorite part about movies as well? Uh, so for me, sometimes I like to go and see and imagine how they made this happened like from which angles was it shot like what did the actor or actress went through playing this scene like I'm curious to see how's the lightings and all that but sometimes I just go there to enjoy and care about nothing just let my mind be free of anything and just to relax or just to 
go through the story with the characters, with the heroes of the movie. Yeah, so, and uh, I actually wanted to be an actress, but I remember my father telling me, you are too stubborn, <laughs> you would not make a good uh, actor, actress, sorry, and I was like, okay, dad, <laughs> maybe you are right, maybe I should go and be a director, uh, and actually, well, that is the opposite of being stubborn, <laughs> exactly there. <laughs> Uh, no, I was like, you, no, you are not, you are wrong. No, but but like whatever people tells me, uh, I may say no at first, but then I will give it a minute to think about it. And like, okay, maybe they're right. And I actually have to say that my dad is right because I do like, for example, to edit videos or I like to think of how can I record some certain stuff? Maybe this is why I'm like doing a content, video content for brands and for myself right now, because I really enjoy doing that. And maybe he saw that in me. But at the same time, the desire of being an actress, it was never gone. And uh, I still want to be till this day. Like my biggest dream for now, for now is to play a spy in a Hollywood movie. (laughs) Uh, James Bond, but go a female version or something like that. Well, I interviewed Jana Ushpik, who is a Ukrainian theater director. And to her, she said now she views the world as a director that sometimes people will be doing something and she sees everyone as the role they're playing. And if someone says something that doesn't match the role, she's like, no, 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 you're not supposed to say this. (laughs) And then people get really think she's crazy. Like, what do you mean? (laughs) Or like to to her family, she's like, okay, in this dinner, uh, that's your role and this is your role and this is your role. And they're like, what do you mean? No, she's fun. She just, I'm joking, I'm joking. You can listen to it. She wanted at first to be a movie director, but then at some point she thought it's not possible, so she became a theater director, but found it to be a lot more interesting. Mm, that's nice, still. So. so, okay, but you didn't really answer me. I want to know, when did you fall in love? Because you said you go sometimes to enjoy the story or to see how it was made. Well... When was the first time that you discovered that this is something so interesting to you, movies or actors, or to become a spy girl or something like that? (laughs) Tell me the beginning. Okay. Well, to tell you the beginning, I will have to think about it myself because it just happened. Well, it's not like I never thought about it, if I'm honest. I just remember as a kid, I liked to perform. I liked when people looked at me and when they would applaud me for whatever I was doing. And uh, about movies... One second, one second, stop. So so is this similar to what you said when you said people, you like to spend time with people and get their attention and energy? After that, you said there will be a cycle, of course, but that was the first thing. And it sounds to me very similar to you being the center of attention and getting energy from people while you perform. Is it similar or a totally different reason why you love acting? It's a very similar reason. Yes, you're right. Uh, And this is what I think as well. Like me acknowledging that 
I really actually like to get attention from people. I think nothing bad with it. I, I, I'm not saying that you said that anything bad with it. I'm just saying. Uh, so I don't think anything bad with it. If I realize that I actually like to get attention from people, it only for my own benefit. Like, okay, then I know what I'm doing. It's not like subconscious. It's very conscious. And um, But when I do that, it's subconscious. It's more like the energy that I have with people. Like, I remember leaving many, many shootings, like many... For example, commercial, or I was doing some just video job uh, for stocks, for video stocks. People always thank me. They tell me that I'm so cool and they enjoyed working with me so much. They like really come to me. They hold me with uh, their hands and they look in my eyes and tell me, Alona, you are so cool you're so nice person like and they will text me afterwards they will tell me like you have so nice energy and your heart is so big and i'll be like i will not get shy about it i will say damn thank you so much it only shows me that i'm do i'm i'm going the right way the right direction and i'll be like thank you so much for using these words to tell me that because it means so much to me yeah so me acknowledging that i actually like the attention is very cool i think and i think people should do that they they should think of what do they enjoy around people or without people the most and that will make them happy and me uh, do you want to add something or i tell you about movies <laughs> Now, one second. This is good. It reminds me of Kate Gomeliuk, who was here. And she said in Ukraine, people rarely give compliments. And if they do, they really mean it. And you said now that when people tell you that, you feel really good and thank them. And she said, well, in some other places, like when she traveled with her husband to live in New York, everyone is giving them compliments, even about her work all the time. She said, I just opened the laptop and they're like, great job. And she's like, I don't believe it anymore. <laughs> in Ukraine, it was so difficult to get anything like a positive feedback. Everyone is critical, like their boss, etc. But in New York, it's too positive, and then she doesn't know what she needs to improve. Then would you like to live in such a place where people are giving you positive attention for almost no reason all the time? Or do you appreciate it more that in some parts of Ukraine, some people don't give any positive feedback unless it's amazing, and therefore you feel, wow, this is precious and really worth it? Well, uh, I understand very well what you're talking about. As I said, I know very a lot of Americans, and I don't like the when they're not being. Oh my God, I forgot the word in English. Genuine, sincere. Genuine, yeah. When they're not being genuine, like their emotions got so robotic, rob robotic, robotic at some point that they're like just being kind all the time and you never know what's going on inside their like mind i'm so confused but this by this kind of people like this <laughs> i think this is my biggest fear like not not understanding the people because usually i understand them very well thank you and, and, and no i didn't finish sorry i need to <laughs> anyways yeah so and in ukraine i'm so grateful for the people who i meet 
and, and I think it's just like energy attracts itself so me having a positive energy attracts people or opens people to be more positive and uh, one second this is too powerful and too good tell me about that you said it attracts people and you spoke before about the universe giving you more do you believe in manifesting do you believe that there is law of attraction like tell me about that stuff and do you how do you go about manifesting do you have like a morning ritual do you put um some pictures from pinterest on your back uh, ground um, um, like what I, do you do I, I believe in making wishes i make my wishes very carefully this is what i do i write my wishes and i make some ritual with them which somebody taught me to i make a wish i make a statement very clear very like saying what i actually want what do you want or you say you already have it do no, you know no, what no, i mean no, like no. is it uh, present it's not like affirmation it's a wish it's not affirmation affirmation is like i'm beautiful i'm bald i'm powerful yada 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 and a wish is like i want to be beautiful or i want to be bald and blah 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 but this is not the type of wishes i make i make like more straight wishes like i want to I want to win a lottery, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. And I did, like I made a wish and I did win it. And then I made a wish to make a certain amount of money uh, at the um, uh, four months and I did it because like when you allow yourself to dream about it and you really think that it can make come true, you open yourself to the world, you open yourself to the universe to give it to you. But if you like wish it, but don't really make a wish and don't believe that it actually can happen to you, it will never happen to you probably. Or maybe just by accident or maybe because it's just meant to be. And about the affirmations, I try to do the affirmation, like to wake up and tell myself that blah, blah, blah. Like I am this and that. And I did it for a very small amount of time (laughs) but this is not really my thing it's just like I like to keep in my mind what I am and who I am and to get a feedback from people or to be satisfied with myself after some job and just like it gives me power it gives me more confidence in myself and stuff like that did I answer your question because sometimes I get like carried away (laughs) thank you you mentioned power four times now explain what do you mean when you say power and stronger when you speak about yourself Mm, i need more specified question i don't understand what you asked me what does power when you speak about yourself becoming more powerful is it uh, emotional character power is it that your wishes <laughs> come comes easier and more often so it's like spiritual is it just a nice word you use for fun because it's your vocabulary <laughs> or what do you mean well it might be just my vocabulary but i think i'm a powerful woman woman i just say that i'm a woman what <laughs> is a powerful okay, woman i'm telling you i'm telling you, I'm telling you. <laughs> three characteristics if you were like some aliens came and they're like wow we found this strength. poster no, it's more like the strength but it's a powerful it's like uh, when you leave the trace behind you it's not only what's within you but it's what you leave behind you like 
the power like that you legacy have. or impact yeah 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 something like that okay i guess it just was my vocabulary no so what <laughs> is like what legacy and impact are you leaving behind often that tells you wow i am powerful so i was thinking about it too once and like i was thinking of what kind of impact i want to leave behind me and what is my purpose in this life and it's not something too big it's not something like i want to change the world i do though um anyway <laughs> it's not like something i want to help all the kids in the world but my purpose is to make people happy as much as i can with whatever i do whether it's my acting, whether it's my content, anywhere, whether whether it's me meeting with someone and leaving this person positive after speaking to me, uh, and so One on. One second, this is really good. Do you want to make fe- people feel happy because you want to leave that behind, or do you want to make people happy so that you get the attention you want and? the uh, positive energy uh i really uh, i really value people's uh, emotions and uh, uh feelings like i don't want anybody to be hurt uh, hurt uh in general i mean I, I cannot do that but i wish i could so i think that People's emotions and feelings are very sensitive and very precious. So uh, I would make sure that people feel happy in general, not just because I like the attention. Like for example, uh, I can come to the to my friend's party and I will not be the center of attention, but it will make her happy if I come. So why don't I come? It's not like I want to be a center of attention at the every party. If you got that, you are wrong. No, it's not like like that. Like I can be very calm and peaceful, and like nobody will notice me. But as soon as I get it, I will benefit from it. So that's it. So yeah, I wanna I want to make people happy because I believe that I can. I believe that it will. Yes, make me feel good for doing that. Like me, make me feel completed. Nothing bad about it. If it's my purpose, then it's great, and then it will make people feel great about themselves, probably, and in general, just like emotionally feel great. Thank you. We can go on for a long, long time. It feels like five minutes, but <laughs> it's almost one hour. So, okay, think about this. Maybe this is good advice for anybody listening. If you were to go back to you when you hit rock bottom, because you said that therapist told you about uh, that, money, that it about all, the money, yeah. Yes, the money, for example, but in general, mm-hmm. what will be some advice about life that you today would give to you at that time in order to be even happier, more powerful, and have a better life that someone else can maybe think about for a while or even practical things they can do. All right. So, hey, you people, (laughs) listen to me carefully. Whenever you are down and you feel low, always keep telling yourself that everything will be all right. Not right now, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not even in a week, but it will 
B. Allow yourself to understand that everything will be alright. If you lost the purpose of your life, and if you think that you have no idea where you're going and that you want to end up things right there, don't devalue your life and your sense in this life because you can do so much and if you tell yourself that there is no sense in what you're doing then there will be no sense create the sense for yourself and enjoy it and always remember whatever comes to you it meant to be and if you're going through something difficult or if you made a mistake Just remember that mistake is just an experience for you to understand something. And if you're going through some mistake over and over again, then maybe you should stop and take a different direction and really think like, what are you you doing wrong there? And reconsider it. Like, Be more aware of yourself. Analyze yourself. And that's it. But in general, just believe in yourself because you have yourself as a best friend and as soon as you love yourself and accept yourself everybody around you will accept you if you believe in your universe or in god just believe that better will happen don't forget to be grateful for your life for your experiences and don't forget that wishes come true just don't forget to make a wish thank you that was really really powerful and to finish this, can you share about your work, the videos that you make and the content if people want to check it out, if they want to communicate with you, what is the best social media to do that? Yes, you can follow me Follow me on Instagram. You can find me by nickname lo.lo. Sorry, can I say it again? <laughs> Okay, it's a low. I will write it in the description okay, as well. You. I didn't know how to say it. <laughs> I never pronounce it like this. Yeah, anyway, you can follow me on Instagram. You can text me a direct message and I will consider if I want to work with you. Thank you so much. I am a curvy model, so I do any type of photo and video shoot. And I'm also an actress, so um, I can play in a commercial. I can play in a series. I can play in a movie. Spy, for example. (laughs) And I also like theater as well. So, yeah, that's my work, basically. This is what I do. Thank you very much. I appreciate this. And I wish you a brilliant day full of good emotions and a lot of time alone where you can (laughs) listen to your body and do the things you know you love without anybody bothering you, but also meeting with the right people who have the good energy and have that cycle of attention and energy so that you both feel great and you leave a great trace behind. Thank you so much. And I wish you to have a great day more great people for your podcast and i hope we stay in touch we can do it more (laughs) if you want i enjoy talking to you thank you very much